This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. Welcome to Sunday Commentary, a weekly program designed to break open the Sunday Scripture readings. Join us as we listen to God's Word and seek to grow in our love and understanding for the good news in our lives. And now, Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman. The Liturgical Scripture Readings for the Feast of the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary, and Joseph. A reading from the book of Genesis. The word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision, saying, Fear not, Abram. I am your shield. I will make your reward very great. But Abram said, O Lord God, what good will your gifts be if I keep on being childless and have as my heir the steward of my house, Eleazar? Abram continued, See, you have given me no offspring, and so one of my servants will be my heir. Then the word of the Lord came to him, No, that one shall not be your heir. Your own issue shall be your heir. The Lord took Abram outside and said, Look up at the sky and count the stars if you can. Just so, he added, shall your descendants be. Abram put his faith in the Lord, who credited it to him as an act of righteousness. The Lord took note of Sarah as he said he would, and he did for her as he had promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore Abraham a son in his old age, at the set time that God had stated. Abraham gave the name Isaac to his son of his whom Sarah bore him. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The responsorial psalm. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Give thanks to the Lord. Invoke his name. Make known among the nations his deeds. Sing to him. Sing his praise. Proclaim all his wondrous deeds. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. Glory in his holy name. Rejoice, O hearts that seek the Lord. Look to the Lord in his strength. Constantly seek his face. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. You descendants of Abraham, his servants, sons of Jacob, his chosen ones. He, the Lord, is our God. Throughout the earth, his judgments prevail. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. He remembers forever his covenant, which he made binding for a thousand generations, which he entered into with Abraham and by his oath to Isaac. The Lord remembers his covenant forever. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Brothers and sisters, by faith Abraham obeyed when he was called to go out to a place that he was to receive as an inheritance. He went out not knowing where he was to go. By faith he received power to generate, even though he was past the normal age, and Sarah herself was sterile. For he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. So it was that there came forth from one man, himself as good as dead, descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sands on the seashore. By faith Abraham, when put to the test, offered up Isaac, And he who had received the promise was ready to offer his only son, of whom it was said, Through Isaac descendants shall bear your name. He reasoned that God was able to even raise from the dead, and he received Isaac back as a symbol. 
the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. When the days were completed for their purification according to the law of Moses, they took him up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it was written in the law of the Lord. Every male that opens the womb shall be consecrated to the Lord, and to offer the sacrifice of a pair of turtle doves or two young pigeons in accordance with the dictate in the law of the Lord. Now there was a man in Jerusalem whose name was Simeon. This man was righteous and devout, awaiting the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he should not see death before he had seen the Christ of the Lord. He came in the Spirit into the temple, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to perform the custom of the law in regard to him, he took him into his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, Master, you may let your servant go in peace, according to your word, for my eyes have seen your salvation, which you prepared in sight of all the peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and glory for your people Israel. The child's father and mother were amazed at what he said about him, and Simeon blessed them and said to Mary his mother, Behold, this child is destined for the fall and rise of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be contradicted, and you yourself a sword will pierce, so that the thoughts of many hearts may be revealed. There is also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel of the tribe of Asher, She was advanced in years, having lived seven years with her husband after her marriage, and then as a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day with fasting and prayer. And coming forward at that very time, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were awaiting the redemption of Jerusalem. When they had finished all the prescriptions of the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. The child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Carla, I can wish you a Merry Christmas, and I hope that everyone enjoyed their Christmas day. And back at you, Merry Christmas, and this is just a great way of, we're just barely starting up our Christmas season, and we have lots of Merry Christmasing to go. That's right. Remember, I loved how you made a difference between the Advent season and the Christmas season. I sure hope there are no Christmas trees by the by the curb yet. No. Right? We are in the Christmas season. That's right. Well, before we start our very important readings today with the Holy Family, I do want to remind folks of two feast days that are coming up. The 28th is the Feast of the Holy Innocents. Uh, remember that is the biblical narrative that uh, Herod the Great, where he ordered the execution of all young male children in the vicinity of Bethlehem, so to as avoid the loss of his throne to the newborn king of the Jews, whose birth had been announced to him by the Magi. So this is also seen as a fulfillment of the prophet Jeremiah, when the prophet said, A voice is heard in Ramah, mourning and great weeping, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because her children are no more. And what a beautiful you know, sign in terms of that, that giving. In some cases, so many people gave much more than we have. And that's what we celebrate on the 28th. 
Uh, of course, on January 1st, we begin the year with the Solemnity of Mary, the Motherhood of Christ, the Theotokos, the God-bearer. In fact, the Second Vatican Council said, clearly from the earliest times, the Blessed Virgin is honored under the title Mother of God. And Pope Paul VI explained it this way, and I love this. This celebration placed on January 1st is meant to commemorate the part played by Mary in this mystery of salvation. It is meant also to exalt the singular dignity which this mystery brings to the Holy Mother through whom we were found worthy to receive the author of life. It is likewise a fitting occasion for renewing adoration of the newborn Prince of Peace, for listening once more to the glad tidings of the angels and for imploring from God through the Queen of Peace, the supreme gift of peace. So again, what a uh, holy day of obligation, what a wonderful day that is. Yeah. And then let's don't forget today what our feast is. It's the Holy Family of Jesus, Mary and Joseph. You know, Kevin, there's a book by written by uh, Dr. Scott Hahn, and the title of it is First Comes Love. It's a great book. In this book, Dr. Hahn tackles the mystery of the Trinity, and he presents the image of the first family, the Blessed Trinity, and how the Trinity is also the perfect family. God's very existence is defined as love and we were created in the image of God to love and to be loved and in this crazy world where words are randomly used to mean different things it's important to remember that we're talking about agape now this is the Greek word for godly love which is the highest kind of love it is unconditional and self-sacrificing and it's that kind of love that was lived perfectly within the bonds of the holy family and uh, that's where we are uh, celebrating today exactly and how important that family and that gift of children is to our our society today and let me break down this reading from genesis because this actually came out of two very different chapters it came out of genesis 15 and then out of genesis 21 we actually missed like six chapters in here so let me break this down just briefly here first off the lord says fear not abram well First off, he says, fear not, but then I'm going to make your reward very great. Well, why is Abram fearful? And notice that he's still being called Abram. Well, he is fearful, not out of losing riches, not out of losing, you know, money or power. He's fearful of having no descendants and descendants are always considered a blessing in scripture. That's why he is fearful. So he brings that fear to the Lord. I may not have an, I won't have an heir. Then a whole bunch of stuff happens. Chapter 16, you have the birth of Ishmael. Chapter 17, you have the covenant of circumcision and when he's renamed Abraham. Then you have in chapter 18, Abraham's visitors that come. 19 is the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. 20 is the journey to Gerar where, remember, he claims Sarah as his sister, not his wife, uh, so she wouldn't be killed and he wouldn't be killed. And then 21 is the birth of Isaac. Uh, of course, Isaac meaning joy. So remember last week we talked about how God's timeline is not ours. <laughs> we had to wait a whole six chapters here, but that's the reason why Abram is in the beginning of the reading and Abraham is in the end. But how important that is that he has that trust in the Lord. He does what the Lord asks him to do. And the Lord does give him the ultimate gift, which is 
this blessing of a descendant. Yeah, these readings for the Sunday, they, they, they focus on family values and the importance of remaining obedient to the law of God. And the fourth commandment is to honor our father and our mother. And for centuries, this was the foundation of the family, and the family was the foundation of our nation. But sadly, as the world has turned away from God, the traditional family structure has broken down. And there's a saying, it says, as the family goes, so goes the nation, and so goes the whole world in which we live. To survive as a nation, we must restore our core value system by rekindling belief in God and appreciation for the sanctity of human life. Yeah, exactly. And this, I think what you say there really does a great lead into uh, St. John Paul's II's Familiaris Consortium. And again, I really want to focus on the family This this uh during this commentary, because remember, sort of what he, you said there, the future of humanity passes by way of the family. It is therefore indispensable and urgent that every person of goodwill should endeavor to save and foster the values and requirements of the family. That is across our entire society, our civil society, our political society, to bring that importance of the family to the central mission of the stability of our society. And he says here a few other quotes. Loving the family means identifying the dangers and the evils that menace it in order to overcome them. He even says the holy family underwent trials of poverty, persecution, and exile. But it glorified God in an incomparably exalted and pure way. And it will not fail to help Christian families, indeed all families of the world, to be faithful to their day-to-day duties, to bear the cares and tribulations of life, and to be open and generous to the needs of others, and to fulfill with joy the plan in their regard. How important that reading is to us today, and how, since the family is such under attack. Yeah, it sure is. Moving on to the uh, second reading, when we talk about being faithful to the Lord in (laughs) unknown times, that's where we see how By faith, Abraham obeyed. He listened to and he submitted freely to the word of God because he thought that the one who had made the promise was trustworthy. And he even put his trust in God above his family when he even offered up, was willing to offer up Isaac, his only son, that we prayed for back in the first reading. He even was willing to offer up his son in order to please God first. And, and what is beautiful about that is he didn't put limits on God. He let God be God. Yeah, yeah. Having faith in God is different from just blindly following him. You know, God has revealed to us um, enough for us to know God, to love him and to serve him. And faith and reason are compatible. And it is through our faith and reason that we're able to have faith and, and follow God. Yeah, exactly. In terms of that, also that faith and submitting to the God in the gospel here, we see that Joseph and Mary acted out of obedience to the law, didn't they, They Carla? sure did, yeah. Mary knew. She knew who her son was. You know, she, she remembered. She knew. And she knew that he was the Messiah, and yet she remained obedient to the Mosaic law regarding the firstborn son. She could easily have used the reasoning that, well, as Messiah, you know, after all, her son was the law and therefore was not subject to the law. And yet, As was her lifelong practice, she humbly submitted her will to the will of God. Merry Merry Christmas. Christmas. You've been listening to Sunday Commentary with Kevin Doran and Carla Wehrman, produced at the studios of Modern Day Radio. 
For more information about this show, go to moderndayradio.com. That's M-A-T-E-R-D-E-I radio.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary Media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.